Back and nerdier than ever. I'm joined by my two cohorts, Ruthie and Josh. Ruthie, how are you doing today? I am doing great today. It's Sunday. Sunday fun day. Yes, happy Sunday. Josh, what about you? How's the... Oh, uh, happy anniversary, by the way. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I'm doing okay. Uh, I don't know about Sunday fun day. More like Sunday the day before go back to work day yeah. for me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> which I dread. Yeah, I'm right there with you, man. I gotta yeah. you know, do that trek to work. But hey, I mean, um, I don't have an hour and a half. It's just 30 minutes yeah. for me. But still, <laughs> you lucky bastard. <laughs> uh, no, I'm super excited because this is the first time all three of us have gotten together to do an episode. We've been talking about doing this for now for about a week or so, and I'm just yeah. so excited. So I figured, what best way than to do a get to know you episode where we can just bombard each other with deep intimate personal questions no i'm just kidding it'd be fun questions where we can uh uh find out more about each other and you know get to know each other get to know your nerds is the name of the episode so um, uh, <laughs> sounds appropriate yes i think so too i'm really excited um so i only have one news topic usually we kick off some news uh, the main one i really just want to do one because it's pretty big news and that is the last of us uh has announced an hbo tv show this week and it's going to be directed by chernobyl creators craig mazin and neil Druckmann. ruthie what do you think about that um so i like the announcement uh came out of nowhere right. i mean like I'm not, well i say that i'm not on the up and up always uh, no but it, it was out- it was out of left field it was like whoa yeah it just like like there was no preamble or yeah. nothing and i was like what because this is i know we talked on previous episodes um I haven't got to play it because it seems like such a dramatic game. That said, I know how big the game is. And so to think that it's going to be getting like an HBO like spot, it's live action, and then it's from uh, Chernobyl creator. I'm like, oh man, this thing. Like I, f- I feel like it was so much thrown out at once. Like for real. <laughs> like it, it's just like overwhelming. Yeah, that's like my first question was like, who who like hold on wait this is cool but who's doing it really like whose name's gonna be put on this and then once i saw that i was like okay okay i think i told josh what did i say cautiously optimistic is the way i'm taking it right now so um josh what did you think when you heard the news well being being the only one out of uh out of the three of us that has actually played and completed uh the last of us about maybe five or six times (laughs) congratulations (laughs) man congratulations i don't mean to rub it in but you guys are definitely missing out yeah once a very unique experience i can't Um, man i mean honestly dude i told you i played that beginning and i was like dude it made me cry and i was like i can't go i can't go on after this and i had a hard time going back to it oh it it gets worse i sure that's what i heard (laughs) but no one warned me about that when i played it yeah some friends you are but anyways go on mr i've completed last of us five times what are your thoughts yeah (laughs) so i'm uh i'm excited but uh I just hope that they do it justice, you know, and don't. Because from what I read, they're going to do the original 
supposed to be a a series, so not just a film. You know, it's the first uh, production from uh, the small screen for PlayStation Productions, which is pretty interesting to see mm. how they tackle that. Neil Druckmann is a brilliant writer, and so mm. is a uh, yes. So is um, Craig Mazin. You know, so um, but he's he's done some other stuff, not as stuff that isn't wasn't as serious as Chernobyl. Chernobyl, mm. you know, was a pretty serious and deep. Um, yeah. Yeah, product, just a little you know, bit. But he also no he also wrote <laughs> for Hangover, Huntsman, uh, Hangover Part Three, Identity Thief. Uh, Identity Thief. He, he, yeah, Identity Thief hmm. with uh, what's her name? I forget. But uh, he it was it's a it's a comedy movie. I forget who's in it. Um, oh, Identity Thief with Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, Melissa McCarthy and uh, Jason Bateman. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. that superhero movie, a couple scary movies, the movie Senseless back from 98, Rocket Man, he was a writer. Marlon Wayans. Yes. Yeah, and Rocket Man, he was also a writer for. Um he's been a producer for a few movies and then he had like some small roles in some in some films here and there. But his stuff, I watched Chernobyl and it was just amazing from like a serious standpoint cuz most of that other stuff is like pretty laid back stuff but i'm just i'm just excited because they're both such brilliant minds and you know the fact that craig mazin said you know publicly i'm a really big fan of the show of of the game myself and have played it personally and hold neil Druckmann in high esteem over the things that he's done with it so Mm -hmm. the fact that he's a fan it makes me feel like he'll take more responsibility you know what i mean oh yeah like Um... how when we had david Hayter on the show and he said you know being a fan of X-Men and now I'm writing for it, like I felt this need to get it as right as I could. You know? Yeah. I mean, so if anytime you're a fan of something, that's a plus, but I always said for video game adaptations on TV or film, it should be a show. There's this, those games. I mean, the average single player game nowadays is about 10 hours long. And then you have also the other end of the spectrum of like the Witcher, you know, or fallout and these games are extremely long, where a movie wouldn't do it justice. Even Metal Gear, I have different feelings about Metal Gear, though. Metal Gear is like a different time. I had this whole like thing with a Metal Gear movie or TV show um, that's, that's yeah. I'm so passionate of with Metal Gear. But I think this is... I was happy to see this because I think that's the right course to take. I don't think games... I, I mean, historically, game movies have done horrible, but I feel like a TV show like an eight-episode TV show or ten-episode TV show is the right course to take on any single-player game adaptation. Yeah. Um, and so, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm cautiously optimistic. I, I have, Like I said, I didn't play the whole game. Actually, I, I own it, obviously, because I think it was free at one point. But and I, I actually yeah. been telling myself, it's- I'm going to play it because I want to beat it before. Even if I had to just play it on easy just to play. Someone told me just play it on easy and get through it. Like, don't even worry about it. Just play it for the story's sake. And I might actually, I think I actually might do that because of Last of Us 2 is coming out very soon. Um but I just I'm happy from what I've heard so far, and I'm looking forward to it. And that's that's just kind of like where I, I take things now when I hear, hear these announcements. Um, kind of like with Bat, you guys see the Batmobile announcement this week. I know this is kind of this is sort of news topicy, but kind of I felt like everyone was like either loving it or hating it, and I'm just kind of like, okay, it's kind of cool, whatever. I want to wait and see what the movie's like because this is I feel like jumping to a conclusion like we don't have enough information yet, you know. Yeah. Well. If we're talking about Batman, that's like a whole other 
topic now that but we I'm have. But I'm just saying, like... But, <laughs> no, I know, I know what you mean. But I'm saying, like, look at Heath Ledger. Mean. When Heath Ledger was announced, I don't know if you remember, people were pissed off for Joker. People were mad seeing they weren't going to see this movie because he just came off Brokeback Mountain and even I was kind of like I can't see him doing it and then I, he was you know amazing yeah. and, and it wasn't until the viral marketing that people started to change their minds right and see yeah. uh, behind the scenes method acting and things like that because yeah no people were pissed and then people were also pissed about Pattinson though for the same reason he seems too pretty boy you know people forget about other roles that they've really extended themselves in or they um, attach the person to a role too much. Yeah, exactly. Like, they typecast. Yeah. And the same thing with Pattinson. I'm like, okay, whatever. Cool. Wait till the movie comes out. That's my, ever since the Heath Ledger casting, I mm-hmm. take everything with a grain of salt and I just kind of keep an open mind. I do not <clears throat> like freak out about stuff anymore when it comes to things like this. So that's yeah. why I just, I'm level, I'm cautiously optimistic because I, The Last of Us is, you know, cool. It's a beloved series. It's being worked on by uh, people that did a really great job at Chernobyl. So I'm cautiously optimistic and I think it's going to be a very, I think it, it, it's in, a, it's in, it looks good so far. That's all I can really say. Okay. Yeah. So I have a question. Yeah. Who do you think should play the characters? Oh, should they let Juno play her? Who <laughs> she was actually? No, 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 no. Ellen Page is like yeah. forty-five years old. She still looks like she's twelve. I mean, she could do it. No, people are saying they can't do it. They they don't have to have I'm, like. I'm joking because she's yeah. the one. She like sued them or gave them a cease and desist letter because she looked too much like her, and she did look a lot like Ellen Page. Yeah, she she really. That's fair. So you're just wanting to know in general who you think should play him? Yeah. That's a good question. I didn't really think about it that much. I guess, like, I'm trying to think of people that are younger. Like, all I'm thinking of is, like, kids from, like, Stranger Things. Mm. Yeah, Millie Bobby (laughs) Brown? Sure. Yeah, so actually, Millie Bobby Brown has been an internet candidate. Like, the internet has been blowing up about who they're going to have do it. And uh, Mm -hmm. she is definitely one of the people... That uh, one of the ki- one of the actresses that has been considered. Well, I think she has the talent too. It's a, it's yeah. not an easy. It's not going to be an easy role. It's a very gritty. I mean, yes, I haven't played, but I have seen enough, and I've seen enough imagery, and I know some of the story to know that it's going to be like a very gritty, dramatic role, and you have to have somebody that has that range, and I think she does. Right. You know? yeah. So that's so a, a lot of people are saying that they want. Um, Hugh Jackman to play Joel because they can they can you know make him younger for the earlier portion of the show of the show because they're thinking they haven't revealed whether or not it's going to cover the events of the second entrance mm. in the series. Um, but they're saying it. that he can he can cover both angles like the young side and the older side. And then people were saying like oh just put him back with Daphne Keene. Daphne Keene is actress who played. Uh, yeah, I knew that. And Logan. From. But I but I was like they've already played the same relationship in another film you can't do it again that's like yeah, a, cin- a cinema you, sin yeah as soon as you said hugh jackman i'm like they're pulling from logan yeah <laughs> that's exactly what they're doing so i don't that's i mean that's my reservation too it's the same i mean it pretty much is the same role for him like I yeah mean, the f- quote-unquote you know like the father figure the mentor the protector and then also they rely on each other like it's just all, all the same thing so i would say it's it's a sin to have him do it but you know yeah, yeah, it's a, an interesting uh, casting direction to see where they go with. I mean, in, another thing that I saw, which was kind of, I don't know, odd to me, was one of the, I don't know who said it, but one of the creators said, 
um, that don't worry, uh, what's her name is going to be a lesbian. She's going to be gay. And like, I just thought that was a weird thing to just say outright. Like, I, yeah, I mean, like I don't, I, I don't care. I'm not against like inclusion of LGBTQ, whatever. I and mean, then I love that, that they made her that way in the story and then in the game. It's just weird that they would announce that. Like, don't worry, everybody. She's going to be gay. It's just a weird thing. Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I just, I don't, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of odd. What did you guys think about that? I didn't, I like, I'm just like you. I'm like, that's not sure. It's important to the character that she is right because it's part of her character development but i don't i don't feel like it should have been announced like hey don't flame us you know yeah. we're, we're gonna do it you know, also, it it, my thing is yeah. it also comes later in the show too you're right right, right. i mean like it's it's a developmental thing so my thing is also like in doing so you also spoiled or spoiled it for people don't know and wouldn't get that that's the natural you know, progression, you know what I'm saying? Or like where she's going. Sure. So it kind of ruins that. And then also I am totally about being inclusionary, but I do not like statements and things that are put out on social medias or announcements that are put out in a gimmicky. I don't like that. Um, I agree. It's kind of, it's kind of like, and this is like hot buttons and I I don't want to start controversies and I sure as hell don't want to be cyber bullied. But (laughs) my point is, is that, it's kind of like um, how like Disney and, uh, and other studios are getting on the um, inclusionary train where they'll cast different races races for different things. Or like how um, for Aquaman, they did Moa Moa when people were pissed off because Aquaman's always been the white, bred, American, blonde guy. And they had Moa Moa and there was some controversy there. Like, why would you cast somebody that's not even really white? You know, or whatever. Like, my thing is, is like, it's fine to be inclusionary, but it's done so much now from a gimmicky standpoint. Like, look at us. We're inclusionary. <laughs> Buy our movie tickets. I'm like, is it really inclusionary when you're doing it to sell to say that you're being inclusionary? Right. Like, that's my standpoint. I don't like gimmicks. I, that's just my thing. Like, I get it. Right. It's Hollywood. They have to sell tickets. They have to throw out, you know, like they have to cater, you know. Or whatever. I want to be inclusionary, but I want people to genuinely be inclusionary. And so the fact that they, I think it, it was, it was kind of like a, don't worry, she's going to be gay. Don't start this up. You know, don't start a big hoopla. And it's just like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I just, yeah. yeah, I just, preemptive. I just found it weird. I mean, I, I just safely assumed that they were going to do it. Exactly. It's part of the character. I mean, yeah. I mean, I didn't have to be told. That's exactly like what I was thinking too. It's just I just thought it was very odd for them to come out and say that. And then I was like, I kind of was thinking in my head. I didn't tweet this, but I was like, oh, like, well, what about Joel? Is he gonna be straight? <laughs> you know, like, it's just did like, did you guys like, know what that she's gay? Yeah, but did you know before? Yeah, the trailer. Know. No, I didn't know. I mean, I just before knew. The Last of I just, two trailer I can't where they show because they show like some storyline stuff from the trailer for Last of Us Two where she like kisses that other girl, right? I just knew yeah, because someone yeah. told me a long time ago. Like, so it was in, it came up in a conversation. Yeah, this is so definitely something that was known in the first game. Yeah, I know it's it, not. It it's wasn't. Not news, it wasn't like news. a reveal in the trailer for it, but. Uh, right, I'm just saying. I like it's just weird why they would have wanted to announce this. I don't know. Right, right, right. Saying. I was just asking if you guys knew that from before. If you found out no, either I knew. through this announcement or if you found out no. through the trailers, because for a lot of people, that's how they found out was right. the trailers of no. the second. 
I agree. That's a, that's that's what Ruthie was getting at. Was yeah, some people have not don't even know anything about the story at all. They know it's they know of maybe like The Last of Us, but then they hear that oh, this character is. It just it's even like almost. Like, I, I can't even regret bringing this up. It's just dumb to me. Like <laughs> you know, like why? I feel like it shouldn't be the focus. Right. Like, I feel like it shouldn't have been a hot button. It shouldn't have already been brought up so soon. You know, like or whatever. Yeah. Like I. I mean, like, I get it. You want to be, like I said, I feel like it's all social media gimmicks and stuff. And I feel like when you do hit hot button topics like that and you're announcing things, it's almost to guarantee you get trends. Yeah. So I Mm, like, I mean, like, I get it. I get it. And like I said, I want to be inclusionary. I'm very sex positive. I'm very, you know, gender, you know, identity and all these movements and everybody being included because I don't feel we should box people. But I also don't feel like we should use people's boxes to sell things. So that's my yeah. opinion. Yeah. And you know that this is like Neil Druckmann's baby. Yeah. He's not yeah. gonna he's like they're gonna be like, Yeah, we're gonna make Ellie not gay. Okay, wrap it up. I'm not doing this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I no, I, I mean I, it's his story, you know what I mean? Yeah. I would have to like just to get back to your original question and stuff, because I know we could probably just go on this tangent forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, other than Hugh Jackman, like other than Hugh Jackman, you know, I could really see like more like um, Josh Brolin or maybe Carl Urban. Um, mm. I feel Carl that, Urban yeah. is actually my choice. Carl Urban, I just feel like he is so understated, um, but he can play intense. He can play gritty. He can play humor. He can play dry. Like and same for Brolin they just have tremendous range but get overlooked a lot I think yeah um so I that those would probably be my votes right there I have a soft spot for Josh Brolin I just do and then Carl Urban too he's just so subtle that you kind of forget he's there but then when he's on the screen he just like lures me in every time so I feel like they're very strong roles that they could play both a mentor but just like a gritty man trying to you know yeah people are saying that uh <clears throat> Rory McCann should play him. Rory McCann, if you guys don't know, he played the Hound in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, but then they were also thinking about casting Maisie Williams. Yeah, <laughs> so they're like that, see, again the, the, the duo the again. So yeah. weird. It's like just because these actors have shown good on-screen dynamic with young girls, it's like that's know, how type pass typecasting. Happen. Yeah, All but the then so a lot of people a girl actor. like. Let's put him on the show. You know, <laughs> another good pick for me personally would be uh, Gerard Butler too. I like him a lot too, and he's. I feel like he has that retainability in terms of like he can play the young character and he can play the older character. You wouldn't have to switch. I mean, anybody could do that because we have this technology. He did it. Yeah. I think my thing is only yeah. his dramatic range. I would be a little iffy about. He can do it, but I just feel like it would be a stretch if he doesn't do it right. I would say if Clive. Hmm. I kind of see with that, and I, mean, I was thinking Clive Owen, but he's a little bit older oh, now. Oh, but I think Owen. Clive Owen would have been. He's got. You talking about range? Have you seen Shoot 'Em Up? Yes. Yes. Okay, so yeah, totally. Like Shoot 'Em Up. I'm like, what? Clive yeah. Owen? Yes. So he can play that soft, <laughs> tough guy. I love that movie. Yeah. It's like some one people of those are talking about uh, Justin Theroux. But, okay, yeah, you know. Uh, I don't really. I've never oh, really no. seen a lot of. It's just, just one of those things where we're just gonna have to see where it pans out. I guess. <laughs> like it's, yeah, it's too early. <laughs> it's too early. It's too early, and this is how they get us. Damn, these damn posts, these damn announcements. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. This one have people I, speculate. 
I thought it was really interesting because I think it, it's something that we haven't seen yet. A big name game getting a big name TV show. And uh, well, The Witcher did it, and, and that was decent enough, right? But. Um, well, that's the whole thing. That actually happened to me. Like, I was biased uh, towards Henry Cavill because I was like, he doesn't even. I was like, yo, get Mads Mikkelsen in there, son. But then, like, I watched The Witcher, and I was like, yo, this worked. Yeah, I mean, you're a good and actor, now, and he, he Yeah, and now everywhere I go, when something inconveniences me, I look down at the ground, and I go, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, I don't know. I don't have anything else to add. Is there anything else you guys want to get add to that before we move on to the to the main topic, where we can just talk about our, each other? I can't think of anything. No, I mean, I'm done. I'm just, I'm just excited, all right? And I know they're going to do it justice. <laughs> Well, you hope. Yeah. I mean, I hope. I don't know. I don't know if I know they will. I mean, we'll I see. I feel like they're they're off to a good start. Like they've pulled in the right people, I think. But right. I think it'll just come down to like what you know, what kind of power control they'll get to have, and you know, because studios have to. You know, we. It's funny. We just talked about this with um, Michael Katz. Like when it comes to the big people that make the big decisions, sometimes they don't give the creative types what they need. So we can just hope that these studios follow through and look, get their space to make something yeah. really great. Fingers crossed. That's that's my my take on it. Mm-hmm, Fingers mm-hmm. crossed. Hoping for the best. So, but um, all right. So that that being said, we're moving on to the main topic at hand, where we're just gonna get to know each other. We're gonna ask each other questions. We're gonna talk about ourselves because who doesn't like talking about themselves, right? So, um, I hate it. Me. <laughs> oh, you, so uh, that case. Okay, wanna, so wanna, the, the this segment is over now. Yeah, <laughs> we all know we don't like talking about each other. Now, next segment. Um, <laughs> no, I want. This is what I want to do. I want for you, myself included. I will join in as well to talk about yourself. Just two to three minutes about like where you're from, what you're into, like what nerdy stuff were you into growing up. Like, you know, what, what do you do now? If you want to add that in, you know, if you if you know whatever. I just want to know stuff cool. about you. So pretend like I know nothing about you and you just want to give me like your little sort of like elevator pitch about why you're awesome. So Josh, why are you awesome and a nerd? No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Ooh, why am I awesome? Oh <laughs> God. Okay. I've got maybe about uh, one thing for that. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> well, your um, last so name is Wick. So that's last like... <laughs> name is Wick. That's all I got. <laughs> all right. Next. No. Okay. Um, so uh, last name is Wick. <laughs> that's pretty much the best thing I've that's got going why for me. I'm it's a, cool. It's a it's a any, real big it's any a relation. Big, <laughs> no, see exactly. It's a big conversation <laughs> starter for people that don't know me. They see tape for me. Oh, who is your last name, John? Oh, your first name, John? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I was uh, born in Michigan. Mom's from Puerto Rico. Most of my family's from Puerto Rico. And then I was, and I was like, e, I got. Uh, my mom took me back to Puerto Rico with my sister and I was raised there. Uh, I enlisted in the service when I was 18 and I've been in the, been doing it since been 10 years Been 10 years in the service. Uh, I like to game. I'm into all kinds of video games. I'm not really a sports gamer, but I like to play sports. I don't really like to watch sports either. I'm like, I like to do the physical activity. I'm not really one to sit down pay 60 bucks for the game and watch it and like yell at my tv or watch big boxing fights and stuff like that but uh i like to physically go out and play sports with people um 
I generally like to think of myself as a kind and tender person, but when people get on my nerves, I, I've been known to get pretty ruthless, especially uh, nowadays that I'm an NCO uh, <laughs> and in public too. And if it's, if it's power. anything, yeah, if it's anything regarding, you know, April, my wife, I get pretty serious. Uh, <laughs> I've had people slip on their comments about april before and like completely destroyed friendships so <laughs> i'm very protective of yeah i love um, april so you don't have to worry about me <laughs> <laughs> with that being said i just want to chime in that i do respect you and everything you just <laughs> <laughs> but um i like yeah i like to game i have a 10 year old son myself uh He's part of the reason why I, uh, why I enlisted in the military. He's actually the reason I enlisted in the Guard first and then switched over to active duty after he had moved away with his mom. Uh, did a year in Korea. Was married for a brief amount of time to a horrible human being. Uh, <laughs> Peter, you know all about that. <laughs> that's actually how you and I became friends. Yeah, we sh- that's a that's a whole other story for a whole. Yeah, other yeah, day, yeah, yeah. That that we should have a whole episode on that relationship. <laughs> Just talking yeah. about it, Ruthie. You it would blow your mind what this woman did to this. <laughs> it was man. pretty bad. I mean, you yeah. think like you can't write, you can't make up the stuff. Like it's insane. But yes, yeah. yeah, that's how we met. I met you and your crazy ex-wife, and that's how we met. Yeah, in the same unit when we were in the army together. <laughs> yeah. So, um. Uh, was married for a couple years, got divorced. Well, was married but not together for a couple. And then got divorced. And then some time went by. I met April. We got married. Uh, live in Alabama now. I'm stationed out of Fort Benning. Alabama. Yeah, Alabama. Right in Fort <laughs> Mitchell, Alabama. Right on the... Instead of, you know, I'm not part of the lake that Alabama is right now. Because all of Am- Alabama is, like, pretty much flooded. But, uh... I live out here now. It's pretty uh pretty nice. We got a nice house. I've got two dogs and two cats. Um I enjoy like I said, I enjoy playing games and hanging out. I'm not really a big event goer. Yesterday was uh or this weekend was me and April's first like big event that we went to. We went to go see Sebastian Maniscalco. It was a big old surprise. I told you guys about that. It was a gr- we had a great time. Um other than that, I've got I've got nothing else. I'm pretty pretty relaxed, pretty laid back. Cool. Yeah, that's uh it's a good uh explanation. I think that gives us a nice background of your history of going from Michigan all the way to Alabama. So if Opsec calls and they <laughs> and they wanna know know about what you've been talking about on the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Cool, man. Thanks for sharing that. Um Ruthie, yeah. what about you? You know, growing up where were you, you know you've already talked about this in the past, I know, but it, this is since this is the get to know you episode. Let's talk about I'll more do about it again. Yeah. <laughs> let's do it let's do it again. So. Hey, okay. I wasn't here the last time. Yeah, Josh no, doesn't sorry. know. That's, 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 um, okay, so I was born and raised in North Central Texas in a very, very small town. And then when I was a little bit older, I moved to a bigger city. And when I say bigger city, like population 100K, um, small town that I grew up in was population 80. So that was a big wow. change for me. Yeah, like seriously, 80 people. That's, <laughs> wow, it is small. Um, very small and conserv- conservative mm. uh, everywhere. Even the city I was in, very conservative. So um, anyways, lived there my whole life. Um Went to school, 
I grew up with five brothers. I guess that's where my nerdum kind of started um, because they're into sports, video games. They're like completely dynamic. Um, my younger brother, probably me and him are the closest in age. So he was always into like the animes, the video games. Uh, we had Game Boys together, like the little pocket color Game Boys, um, things like that. He was always PS, PlayStation. I was always Xbox. <laughs> so we're kind of like night and day, but we're also super similar in a lot of ways. So um, I guess that's where a lot of it started. I've always been a book reader as well. And I like, uh, I've always loved, I guess this is like, this kind of explains my nerdum. I've always loved other time periods, like, or anything that's not like contemporary. So like, I love medieval. So I love D&D fantasy based stuff. I love sci-fi, steampunk, um, things like that. I love post-apocalyptic. I love anything that's like not contemporary. Um, because I just feel like contemporary is filled with like mundane or just like, just really horrible stuff, you know, like, like, honestly, that's why I don't like watching the news, like real news, quote unquote, adult news. <laughs> I don't like watching adult news. I like mo movies and video game news and things like that. Um, but anyways, that's, that's, um, as far as other things for me, um, yeah, I've just always been like that tomboy girl next door that loves video games. I love doing sports. Um, I love to read. And then, uh, I went to college. I dropped out of college. <laughs> so went to college, dropped out of college for personal reasons and, and for, to take care of my family. Um, and I've always kind of just put everything on the back burner to take care of everybody else. Um, but a couple of years ago I started changing my life. I started trying to figure out what do I want to do with my life? And I realized that, uh, one, I love creating things and leading things. And two, I love storytelling. So long story short, <laughs> cause there's a lot that happened in those two years. Uh, it led me to the internet and where you can do and create your own own sort of voice and your own stuff like Pete created the podcast you know like you have your podcast now um and I have my own podcast now uh, I create those that have followed me on Twitter from here I create a number of different things that have to do with um ASMR and uh audio um storytelling um and theater and both in like YouTube and I've started streaming now because I found out streaming is a thing that I could do. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Hey, it's, it's a great a way thing, to grow your brand. Like, like no, it, well, it really yeah. is like, honestly, it was just one of those things where it was just like a throwaway, like, cause I love to play video games. It's kind of like my way to chill. And so some of my listeners were like, Hey, if you ever stream, I would love to stream just to like chill with you, you know, when you're just playing games. And I was just like, okay. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'll, it took me forever to figure it out, but I got on there, I logged on and, and just chilling and being able to interact with people in a different setting has been really cool. I moved to a whole new city. I live on the Gulf Coast, um, H-Town, so Houston area, uh, which has been interesting because that is, uh, I mean, I came from 100K. Houston's got about like 4 million. <laughs> Um, so I guess I'm just a weird person that just likes to further, like, just get into everything, I guess. So, um, anyways, I'm out here trying to make it in the big old city and, 
uh, creative opportunities and uh, yeah, just growing. So I work a full time job uh, in retail because uh, when you don't have a degree, even though most of the people I know that have degrees don't use them what they got them for. Um, <laughs> if you don't have a degree, it's hard to get some jobs or elevated jobs. So I work a lot of hours every week. And when I'm not working, I do my passion, which is creating audio stuff, working on my podcast and streaming and just being a nerd. So that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's cool. Thank, uh, yeah, thanks for sharing that. So um, for me, I grew up right outside of Chicago. Uh, I don't say Chicago because if you are from Chicago, you don't say that. So I grew up right outside of Chicago. Um, <laughs> I was always in the sports as a kid, but uh, my dad was really um, – he had a huge effect on me as far as my nerd, my nerdiness uh, mm-hmm. because when he was always big into stereo equipment – and uh, he had like laser disc players. He had big screen TVs, surround sound, uh, and that kind of led me into the the tech world, sort of speak. That was like like my gateway drug, you know. Like it got me into technology. <laughs> and we, I remember going to the Consumer Electronics Show when I was really young. It was like right around right before the Super Nintendo had come out, and so it was in Chicago. And so my dad was a huge uh, inspiration for me at least when it came to being um, into geeky stuff he bought me a computer cuz he knew what it, it he knew it was something i wanted to do when i grew up and i was always we always played nintendo and atari together mostly nintendo and so i was big into gaming for a very long time even still now i still play lots of games uh, i also actually i'm going through a phase where i don't finish them though which is kind of funny i just like i i play a game and then i get kind of bored with it and then i and then i leave and play another one but i am a huge gamer uh, I have I work, the same problem. Yeah, like I, I I just beat Calamity Ganon in Breath of the Wild, and I've had that game for two years. So it's just weird. Um, Dude, I haven't even finished that. So I- <laughs> yeah, so I'm 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 actually at 83 shrines now, or the 120. So I've been doing that. But anyways, yeah. So one of my hobbies is uh, data hoarding. So not data hoarding, but like creating. I have like I like to build computers and stuff. So I have a I bought a server. I have a computer set up. Uh, another computer setup that just it's like 22 terabytes and i have a lot of uh, movies and stuff on there uh, that i have i guess found you could say (laughs) um or personally owned and i have a plex server so i'm big into that so i'm a real i'm a real tech guy i i'm interested like i hacked my switch uh just to do it you know to see what i could do with it so I like to get into, I'm into so not that way. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm so not that way. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's me. Um, and I'm married. I got kids. Uh, my wife's pretty supportive of this. Although if we go too long today, she might not be so supportive later on. But uh, yeah, so that's that's pretty much me in a nutshell. Uh, I'm a huge huge gamer, and I'm a huge tech guy. I and I work in IT security, so it's kind of interesting to say the least. But yeah, that's 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 me. So hopefully everyone now knows us better. And yeah. I'm ready to move on to our this is gonna be fun, I think. So I yes. found a Yeah, I found a website that has random as a random question generator that we're gonna each of us are gonna do one and they're gonna ask the other two the question. That's how we're gonna play. Um you guys ready? Do you have any questions? Do you have any uh anything you wanna say or forever hold your peace before we start? Um no, I'm just super excited because I'm like an open book 
and I love question games. I just love answering questions. And but I say that, but um, people that have been on my Twitter probably know that I'll I'll throw that out there. Ask me anything. P.S. I may lie for yeah. convenience. <laughs> yeah, I see. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I see <laughs> because, those. Because I just because sometimes it's hard, and I'm like, screw it. I'm just gonna give them an answer. Um, I'll, I promise I will be 100% honest today because this is the nerds. They deserve 100%. Yeah. Um, here's what my only rule is to make it as short as possible if you can. Some of these questions are a little tricky, but let's try to keep them short as possible because I want to do at least five from each of us. And so Some of them we can't okay. be short, but let's try to keep them short and we can bang them out. You know? So I'm going to lead off with Josh, then Ruthie, and then I'll go. So Josh, okay. you can go ahead and fire off your first question. So does, is the question that I asked directed at both? Yeah, we both have to answer it, and then that you don't answer the, your own and question. And then it would go to me, and yep. then I ask y'all. Okay, sweet. Okay, so I've got one here, and it's actually really... Uh, what would be absolute worst name you could give your child? I already know mine. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sure uh, it's The running one. joke in my family has been that I will name my first son Bolivar Shagnasty. Wow. <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> oh, man. Because it's just a long, like we said, we're going to keep it short. But like, seriously, it's been a joke. I love the name Oliver. And it became this huge joke. And my family basically thinks that they get to decide whether they get to, to approve my children's names. And so I told them, I was like, I'll name my kid whatever the hell I want. And so like the joke is now that I will name my child Bolivar, like balls, and then Shay. Bag nasty as his middle name. <laughs> and I don't know really what's what's funnier, the name or the story. Like, that's yeah. like, <laughs> like that's super interesting. The fact that you have like this like story behind the name that you don't want to ever give your child is like classic. And so that good. she like immediately like right. this question is perfectly tailored for that. <laughs> She's like point two seconds. I know the answer. Yeah. Oh, Sorry. that's I great. Some of those will be like that. Uh, was it? You said Bolivar Shag Nasty. Yep, Bolivar Shagnasty. Okay, I think I found my new gamer tag. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Oh man, that's gonna be trending. Bolivar yeah, Shagnasty. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> all right, for me, there's really sort of like it's a toss up between two. One is I would say Optimus Prime and Crap Bag. Uh, mm. Optimus Prime because really, who wants to be called Optimus Prime as a child? And Crap Bag because that name just sounds terrible, and it's from the episode of Friends when they uh, Phoebe and yeah. her boyfriend like they want to remove their names or something and it's yeah it's played it's by paul rudd paul rudd and he's like well i'm gonna go with crap bag so those are my two names no nothing first no... name crap last name bag <laughs> yes yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and then she does like princess banana or whatever they do like those crazy names and they yeah. have to refer to it. yeah mm -hmm. so those are two i would go with suela princess Ban yeah yeah yes so that's that's what i'll go with no funny interesting story behind those so. <laughs> i've seen friends way too many times so, dude i'm right there with you man all right ruthie what you got <laughs> All right, so my question for you too is, what is the most embarrassing thing you own? Oh. Own? <laughs> own? That you own. Yeah, most embarrassing oh, thing you own. God, I have so much crap. <laughs> that I own? That is a good yeah, I can hear you getting away from your mic, like, <laughs> looking around. <laughs> looking around. I'm trying to think. I mean, I have a daughter, so it's like... The, <laughs> I don't have any like embarrassing things anymore. It's like, you know, like at least <laughs> yeah, their toys, their possessions surpass yours. Yeah. Okay, I think I got mine. Okay. Josh, do you have yours? 
No, you can go ahead while I think. Okay. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. I think the most embarrassing thing that I own is this is a pair of underwear that has like five <laughs> holes in it <laughs> that I just... You just can't let go I, of. I feel that they're so comfortable and I just will not let go of them. And it, it literally has like, oh, maybe not five. It's got like three three holes in it, I think, like like at the elastic side and like you know, probably on the cheek side, probably there somewhere. They're not huge holes, but I mean, if anyone were to see me in them, they'd be like, "Dude, what the hell?" So that's my answer. <laughs> nice. Hmm. I still got nothing, man. I feel like pulling a Michael Scott and just yelling "pass," but All I, right. I can't. I have a. I have this weird thing. Like nobody, nobody sees it, but I like. So I don't know if you know this, Peter, but I, April and I, we vape, right? Yeah. So, like, I have all these boxes of vapes that, like, serve no purpose. They're broken. I don't even have the mods anymore. I threw them out. And, like, nobody sees them. I don't even know why I still have them. So, I guess if somebody saw that, I'd be like. They'd be like, you got a problem. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's like 12 (laughs) or 15 boxes. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, because things, they break. Or they stop using them, get a new one, they get old. But, like, we throw the actual device out, but I keep the fucking box. <laughs> That's pretty funny. This so I guess I guess if somebody came through and, like, was for some reason rummaging through my stuff as a visitor and <laughs> unearthed my collection of uh, vape boxes, I'd be like, Let's All right. Go. So you have a vaping so I guess, problem. Okay, got it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. All right, Josh, you're up, man. What you got? Oh, it's me. My, my bad. Yeah, I'm sorry. Trying. I gotta. I gotta ask questions too. All right, I guess this is a good one. What's the silliest thing you've seen someone get upset about? Ooh. Um, one of the silliest things I've ever seen somebody get upset about. This actually happened to me. Okay. Okay. So, I used to, when I was in the guard, I uh. I had a regular job, right? Like, as you only did drill on the weekends and stuff. Um, I worked in a supermarket, and in Puerto Rico, we have this bread that is like it's like a long loaf of bread. It comes in a paper bag, and so it doesn't fit in a grocery bag. So literally, for everybody, it's not sliced, it's not cut, pre-cut. It's literally just a long loaf that goes in a bag, right? So. Um, usually what people do is that since the friggin' bread is so long, you take it and you fold the whole loaf in half and you put it in the bag. So one day this lady, she came through and she had her groceries and her bread and I grabbed it. I've literally done this for like 10,000 people before her. Not once has this happened, right? It's like the norm, right? So I grabbed her bread. Whap, folded it, put it in a bag, and she started screaming. She was like, oh, my God, how can you how can you do that to my bread? I just paid for that. And I was like, ma'am, usually everybody folds their bread. And she was like, I didn't ask you to fold it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. And she, like, grabbed her bag, like, her purse off the, the conveyor belt and, like, held up the line and went and found the manager and was freaking out and, like, screaming in this huge, like, uh, grocery store and found the manager and she was like how can you have an employee like this it was like pointing at me and screaming and telling him that she should fi- that he should fire me and that i have no uh no business working in in 
in retail or having a job at all that I was like worthless, like just ripping me a new one in front of all these people. And now I was just standing there like, man, do I deserve this right now? Like, what is the what what is the backing behind this? And it's so easy because literally at where my station was behind me, there was um the the heating box where the loaves of bread are. You could have just been like, Oh, I don't want my bread folded, I'm just gonna go grab another one. And I'll carry it. Just charge me and I'd be I would have been that that would have been fine. Like would have been not a problem. They even all have like a pre like all the breads have like a pre formed divot in the middle for you to fold. But this lady freaked out, and that was like the most ridiculous thing that I've ever had somebody She's get like, mad at. We can get you about. another one, man. Like it's okay. Exactly. That's <laughs> what I tried to tell her. I was like, the things right there. She was like, no, nah! <laughs> like screaming her head off. She couldn't even like. She was at that age where like you wobble kind of when you walk. So it's like really you don't want to be like the kind of person that yells at somebody like that. So I tried to you know, especially working in customer service or retail. I'm pretty sure both of you know. That your job is to be as cordial as you possibly could be. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my boss was the one that she was like, I'm never shopping here again. He was like, well, ma'am, I don't know what to tell you. Bye. <laughs> like, he totally stood up for me and he came up to me after. He- All right. So that woman totally. sucked. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, what about you, Ruthie? Um, I've worked in retail a lot in a lot of different customer service jobs. So really, there's like a million of those that people get. Like they just get stupid angry about things that honestly haven't even occurred yet. Sometimes um, that like waiting. they haven't done anything. They just waiting to be angry at you or whatever and stuff. I will say though that something that makes me la- like I actually find it like silly because those are more annoying for me um, is when kids get mad about things that they ask. Like I've my brothers all have kids. They're a lot older than me, and I've babysat so many times. And I love when kids like ask for like especially food kids get very upset about food (laughs) because they're very picky about food so i've had it where like my niece has wanted like like let's say like oatmeal and she wants like apples or fruit in it but then when i give it to her she gets very upset that there's something in her oatmeal like it's just kids are so you can't reason with kids when they're upset (laughs) Which makes it so silly, I think, is they they want it or they'll get really upset like they want to, you know, do something or go somewhere. And it's just like, that's not a real thing. And then they just like, <laughs> they just like throw tantrums and they get so inconsolable. And it's just yeah. funny to me. Like It's silly because it's like, come on, like, especially when they're tired, like if they're t- tired and they literally have nothing left to give. They'll just. Yeah. Everything upsets them. So to there's me, there's like a there's a Facebook group called like asshole parenting or something like that where it's just uh-huh. pictures of kids getting upset about something that we find trivial there's like a... my son my son is on the ground pouting because i wouldn't let him stab the outlet with a knife yeah this is a subreddit yeah. called kids are fucking stupid yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of the subreddit and it's pretty funny yeah it's like yeah it's stuff like that like it's similar it's like the similar vein when they when they get angry about something or whatever or it's um the kid wanted the candy, but they started crying when you broke the package to open the candy or something yeah, like, it's it just like, yeah, but they're like, you broke the package. And it's like, you, we have to get the candy to you. And it's just like, it's broke, you know? And they just get like yeah. so upset. And it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I find my son hate, is screaming because kids. he doesn't want to go, even though we've told him numerous times that we're not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. 
Uh, yeah, I think. Josh, yeah. all right, Josh, what do you got? What's your question? Right, it's your turn. Um, yeah. Let's see. Let's. <clears throat> okay, here we go. What's something you've been meaning to try but haven't gotten around to? Hmm. Sexually? No, I'm just kidding. No, uh... Jesus. Because <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> that would be um... easy if it wasn't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would say for me, like, I don't know why this is the first thing that occurred to my brain. Um, so like Indian food. <laughs> you haven't tried Indian food yet? It's good. No. I like Indian food. No. Well, and like my thing is, is like, are I you talking about like sitting down, going to like a place that? and eating with your hands? Yeah. Like that or like the whole curry experience or Ethiopian, like any, any kind of food like that that's like super international or rare, rare but like indian food because i don't um i like i said i grew up in a very small town very conservative very white i will just say and since i've moved <laughs> here to the i mean like it's serious though um and then since i moved here to like the big city it's so like culturally advanced in the fact that there's like cultures everywhere and so they actually have like completely dedicated restaurants that are true to that, that culture's food right and i've never tried indian food because one literally there was none of that where I grew up. And then two, because, because I am so white, um, I don't do well with a lot of spices sometimes, but like I'm very food adventurous. So I want to try it. So yeah, that's well, good luck. Me and April had Turkish food this weekend. So that's kind of funny that bring that up. It was, I think it was one of her first times having, uh, food that different too. She handled it pretty well. Yeah. So I want to try it. I love cooking and spices and food. So, but it's just, I'm just like a little leery and I'm just like, what if I don't like it? What if it's horrible? I don't know. So I don't want to insult anybody. <laughs> Man, that's something that I, that I want to try that I've been meaning to do. There's a million things I want to try, but yeah. <laughs> something I've been meaning to do. Oh, move. I just want to freaking move so I don't have to have drive an hour and a half. That's what I've been Aww. trying to do <laughs> to work. Well, so. aren't you planning it? Yeah, I would like to do it now, but you know, gotta <laughs> you know, I want it now. Doesn't, doesn't work that way, you know. Gotta find the right house and gotta make the make sure the wife the is process. happy. Yeah, that's my. Just that's move my to thing. a field and build the house out of mud. Yeah, I'm not that talented. <laughs> There's a YouTube video. That's true. All right, I'll YouTube that while we while you ask the next question. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, speaking of questions. What question have you always wanted to ask, but were too afraid to look stupid? <laughs> Duh. Oh, that's uh, literally one. any question in any kind of classroom environment. Man, this. Yeah, well, that's I know true. I have that is one. kind of like a feeling, like about questions, asking questions in the classroom setting. You never want to look dumb, so I can totally. I'd rather that. ask my friend after who I know completely understood. Instead of looking like an idiot and raising my hand, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I think for me it's at work because I'm in a lot of meetings and I'm I, I can't spe- specify one, but it's when I'm in a meeting and I'm like, they're talking about something, or if I'm seeing at a presentation from a vendor and I'm gonna be like, I don't want to ask this question because I may sound dumb. Like, am I supposed to know this? And so yeah, um, same same thing. Like uh, that I'll has happened my... to me before. Well, <laughs> like, dude, you didn't know that. <laughs> You're so no, no, dumb. no. I've been like, I've. It's literally happening before. So I've been in like a meeting with like higher ups, like sergeant, major, colonel stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, brief, yeah. And yeah. then somebody will put out something that pertains to me, and I've been like, "Well, wait, what does that mean for this?" And they'll be like, 
the hell, man? It's on the slide. And I'm like, oh, never mind. And I want to slowly say... look down at my notebook and take notes, <laughs> pretend to take notes. <laughs> I want to say, now you were said that, I want to say, like, legit, someone put COB in an email one time when I was in the army and I was like a private. And I was like, I wanted to ask my NCO what COB meant. And I didn't. And I finally just asked somebody, I think, around me. It's close of business, which is weird because it's an army. It was in the army, but that's probably one question I just didn't want to answer or ask. That's fair. So, um, that's is, it fair. My, is it my turn now? Yes, it's your turn. Oh, this is a good one for you, Ruthie. Which <laughs> apocalyptic dystopia do you think is most likely? Oh, that is most likely. Yeah, not that you want. What? Not how do you want the world <laughs> to end? But, do I really want an apocalypse? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anybody really wants it. Um, I definitely see, like, I think, honestly, as much as I hate to admit it, something involving, like, war, like, like war-ravaged world, honestly. Mm. Because I think, I think we do a pretty, like, this sounds horrible. I think the world does a pretty good thing at keeping everything at bay. But I feel if one person launches, I think it would just cause chaos and everybody would launch. And then there would just be picking up the pieces. Um, so I feel like that's probably unfortunately the one that i see actually being realistic interesting josh what about yeah you? I, I, I can agree with that something along the lines of like the road like children of men for an example yeah oh, okay yeah, well, yeah. Children, something children like that like was... war ravaged war yeah. torn due to nuclear warfare stuff like that that's probably I mean, the more than like thing yeah secondly i'm gonna say it would be like genetic something to do like i know we say zombies but something some, something genetic because they're playing around with genetics a lot behind the scenes, a lot of places medically. So that would be the second you one. You mean like no coronavirus? Word. No. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, oh, and it's not my question. It's a uh, Josh's question. <clears throat> Are you sure? Because I just asked the. No. Oh I just, no! You're right. I just you're right, asked the right. dystopia question. We're just quick. <laughs> What are you most grateful for? That's easy. My family. Damn it. All right. <laughs> Next. Yep. <laughs> well, now I feel like an ass. <laughs> I my PlayStation my was... or my Xbox. <laughs> right? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Maybe gosh. I should have answered after that. <laughs> yeah, that was too easy. Oh. Yeah, you uh... just, anything I would have answered afterwards make me look bad. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm actually... Actually, and this is because of my family. I'm actually really grateful that I uh, uh, have good gut feelings, if that makes sense. I guess because I was Michael Katz resonated with me a lot. Mm. Um, I think a lot of people don't have good gut instincts, and I'm glad I feel that I, I do. They've never steered me wrong. Oh, so you have, you feel like you have good intuition? Yeah, exactly. Like I feel like I am. I'm pretty good at reading people situations, and I just go with my gut, and I like that I can do that. And it's usually they never steered me wrong. I like huh, it. this this plane's gonna crash. Go. <laughs> right? And gut we trust. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so my question for you two guys is uh what is your favorite quote or saying? Just a quote. From whatever. Mm. Oh. I'd say quick to go. Uh, I'd say carpe diem or stupid is as stupid does. Those are two my favorite two quotes. Or work smarter, not harder. Or, or actually, yeah. No, 
No. Okay, so you're at four. Okay, no, it's not rocket <laughs> surgery. That's what I say. It's not it's, rocket appliances. It's not rocket Ricky. surgery. That's what I say. Okay. That's my not favorite. Quote. I don't even know if that's really a quote, but I say it's not rocket surgery because someone I know when we were in the range, when we used to, uh, he was a staff sergeant, and he would say it all the time when people would be messing up. He'd be like, "Come on, guys, it's not rocket surgery." And Is so that Morgan? Just, uh, no, um, it wasn't him. I can't remember his name right now. Uh, Wilbur, oh. Staff Sergeant Wilbur was his name. Oh, I don't. Yeah. But that's my um, let's see. I don't I don't know. I don't one of my uh Yes favorite That's quote. your favorite one of, quote. One... Y A S. Yes. Yes. <laughs> one of one of my favorite uh quotes is pretty much like the, the outro from Metal Gear Two when Snake is talking about passing on genes and I'm not gonna recite the whole thing because but definitely yeah. in terms of like yeah. a saying quote I mean, I don't know if you're trying to restrict it to like ten words or less, but uh, <laughs> if it had to be one of the short ones, it definitely would be "kiss," which is "keep it simple, stupid." That's a good one. I like it. Um, that's definitely one that I use regularly. Um, nice. So, and my new one, my new favorite is uh, "this is the way." Woohoo! Oh yeah. Okay. That's a good. Yeah. That's that's a popular one that, now too. That's what I'd have to say for me. But definitely that Metal Gear one is definitely one that sticks with. Me. You are pretty so, good. You're pretty good. <laughs> All right. Uh, what is the worst? What would be the worst animal to be eaten by? Silence. Um, I feel like a snake. Ooh. <laughs> I think because they agree. like slow. Yeah. Because it's slow. I mean, like, I know. Like, obviously, I don't want to be ripped to shreds or eaten by anything. But I feel like the slower ones is what would get me. Like the, the snake is so slow, <laughs> and if you like go in feet first, there's just a lot of torture. And I've heard because they don't chew you, if you go head first, you just slowly suffocate. <laughs> like Great, those are not good. I have gonna have nightmares tonight. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Josh. What about you? This is hard. So. <clears throat> I think I'd hate being eaten by uh, wolves. A pack of wolves? That that could be pretty brutal. So, um, bears, right? They tend to go Beats, for like Battlestar the head. I'm sorry. No, oh my god! <laughs> I, <couldn't help laughs> I can't control myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but bears tend to go for like part of. The, but wolves, they're used to chasing prey down, so they end up catching legs and genitals. You know? So Ooh. I don't want to be eaten from the ass up so and you're generally alive while they're while they're well they're eating the animal the animal's usually alive up until they get to that point where it's like blood loss you know deer sometimes walk around for four or five days if they manage to escape with just their entrails hanging so pack of wolves is definitely or something like along those lines of like a hyena lions things like that so absolutely no predatory uh i'm surprised pack animals no one said a bear from like that scene from the Revenant, but I don't know. Well, the bear didn't eat him. That's true, but he fucked him up. But <laughs> anyway, uh, well, see, I love bears. I don't know. <laughs> I know they're killing machines if they're pushed to it, but I think they're. I feel like they're good creatures. <laughs> so. Have you seen the Revenant? Yeah. No. <laughs> well, you should watch it. It's a. It's a really good movie. I mean, I liked it a lot. Yeah, and I heard it's really good. It's on my list. Is like 
Anyways, we're getting off topic. You know, but, okay, yeah. Anyways, so uh, what is uh, so it? Yeah, we'll we're going to do now. one more round and then we'll wrap it up. Yeah. Ooh! Which fictional villain is your favorite? Fictional villain out of everything? That's, there's so many. Um, I think the best way to apply this question is like a villain that you were like, yeah, I get it. Ooh. I'd be a villain too if this was my condition. This was my if I had these rules set before me, I'd be this villain. I'm just trying to think of like things recently that I've watched and stuff, and honestly, the first two. <sighs> okay, so the first two that automatically came to mind, just things I looked at lately, are Negan from Walking Dead and um, like the whole the Vader Kylo Ren thing. So. Like Vader thing, I get more Vader than Kylo Ren, but I guess yeah. Anyways, uh, but honestly, the whole Negan thing came more from Jeffrey Dean Morgan. So he played the character just right, and it was written more charismatically than it is in the comic books. Uh, like totally, it was all his imagery and stuff in the writing. Um, but because c- he's definitely a villain, not a good guy. And then Vader, I mean, just the whole tragic story. It's an opera, space opera. It's a tragic thing, so it's kind of like I get why he did everything. But he killed younglings. I know. That's like my least favorite part of everything. <laughs> Man, fuck them younglings. I just, well, and like he killed the whole village too. Like before even the younglings, he killed the women and the children and everything of that whole slave camp. Like people that weren't in charge. So, well, that yeah. was out of like pure rage, not corruption. Okay. Oh, so then it's okay. Then it's all right. They murdered his You're really mad. If you're really mad, you can just murder a whole village. It's okay. No, and yeah. that's one woman that they murdered. Like, and as we could just go forever, but basically other people in canon and other things is like, she could have been pulled out of that situation before she got murdered. Is what I, don't, is I just don't get why he just didn't force heal her. Everybody force heals. Well, it wasn't invented yet. The writers hadn't thought of it yet, man. <laughs> yeah, they not thought of it yet, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, who's your villain? All right, so this is favorite villain? Yeah, that you. Yeah, okay. yeah, just favorite favorite villain. villain. He, he added that you agree with or whatever. That I agree with? Uh, no, 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 oh. no, no, no. That's what he added. Doesn't okay. have to be. It doesn't have to I was be. Like, just oh, favorite man. villain. Okay, favorite villain. I would say either Eric Killmonger or the boss from Metal Gear Solid uh, Three. Those are my two favorite villains. I can't pick okay. either one because I I side with Killmonger because of how awful you know he was treated and and then boss is just historic. That's just epic. So. That's that's the two. And if you guys know me, you know I'm always gonna. It's the same thing with Josh. I'm gonna reference Metal Gear Solid at some point in time. Almost every, at all. Almost every, every episode. episode. I was yeah. gonna say both of you. I was gonna say both of you. Oh yeah. <laughs> huge, huge Metal Gear fans. Josh even bigger than I am. But. Um, all right, Ruthie, what you got? It better be a good one because it's your last one, so it better be good. Okay. Um, what is the most impressive thing that you know how to do? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, see, so my question was great. <laughs> that is a really good one. Damn. Most impressive thing that I can do? Yeah. I can I can take apart and put a back together a Bradley cannon in under a minute. Yeah, I don't think I mean, that's a good I think that's pretty that's pretty, that pretty difficult to do. I don't know. Have you seen the Bradley Cannon two four two? I've never been around a Bradley Cannon in my in my days in the army, but I imagine it would be very difficult. But man, <gasps> excuse me, something 
I'm trying to think my my what something I do that's impressive. I'm just so unimpressive as a person to begin with. So I can open <laughs> a coconut with my bare hands. Yeah. Um, oh gosh. If it's if it's at the perfect like level of ripeness, I can open. That's fair. Man, there's just so so little. That you work I think in of like myself. trade security. Like, what do you don't you work in like yeah. internet security? Yeah, stuff? I mean, you, I you work, work in. All this- I know how to do stuff and I know how to protect things, but I mean, is that really impressive? I mean, I, I stop hackers every Honestly, day. Honestly, earlier when you said that you made a Twitter bot, I was like, this guy's a whole nother level. Oh. <laughs> because uh, I can't do shit like that. Oh, I, I remember that. Yeah. Okay. I guess that's my most impressive thing. I was going to say that I can wiggle my ears because my kids find that amazing, but hey, I'll go. I can't do it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'll say that, that I can, if you said most impressive thing I've ever done, that's another, another thing I could answer, but, um, yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. We'll say I can make, I made a Twitter bot. That's probably the most impressive thing (laughs) about me, I guess. Sure. Um, all right. Well, it's your question. So make it an impressive one. (laughs) There you go. I can choose good questions. Uh, That's a dumb question. Let's see. What is it? No, that's a dumb question. That's a dumb question. Mm-hmm. Very strict question. This is okay. Well, you want good right. ones. This is the final question. Yeah. All right. This is, a, this is a good one, I think. Besides food, water, medicine, or money, what would be the most helpful thing to airdrop to refugees of a war-torn country? What were the, what were the things you said? Food, food water, water, medicine, and money. To a war, what is it? War, a war, war ravaged? Yeah, war torn country. Refugees. They're just. Oh, refugees. They need stuff. Okay. Uh, let's see. Appropriate clothing. Mm. Um, oh, well, that's not the way. If I it's. Mean. You said it's war torn? Yep. War ravaged? Yep. Uh, protective equipment? Ooh. Are Goggles, they in the breathing war? masks. You're going to be inhaling. In a war torn country, there's a lot of dust. So, breathing masks, goggles. Weapons? I don't know. Weapons. <laughs> I mean, like, are they in Bradley war? Or are they just like they're just kind of stuck in the middle. Just war torn. I don't know. Maybe the question wasn't as good. I don't, well, no. Like my, my thing is, is like he's saying all this stuff, and I'm like, oh, I have like all these things, especially if there's war going on. I, I thought of more if you've taken care of the necessities, then you need to take care of like their soul. So like, I would have thought of like stuff of like soccer balls and like books and shit okay. like that. Like, no, there's no wrong answer because that's important question. to me. No, that's yeah. that's actually a good point. I like that answer. Like, actually. I feel I feel like that's if you're stuck in the war and stuff. Yeah, you need stuff to survive, but I feel like you also need like stuff that keeps you actually like your hope going. So this you need is, like little moments. This is great. This is like Josh is like kill. We need to survive and we need masks. Like, we yeah. need weapons. <laughs> and like, I'm we like, need here's a... your soccer balls. <laughs> <laughs> We need to maintain our humanity. Yeah. We need to have fun still, everyone. Like That was my thing, yeah, I so, guess. So um, I'll take the soccer balls and just put IEDs. In. <laughs> oh, put bombs Jeez. in them. Then, oh, gosh. Uh, all right, so that ends the uh, the random question segment, um, which was a lot of fun. That was fun. actually pretty cool. I, we should just do this, like, once a month and just do it for the hell of it, like, at the end, like, random questions. But, um, yeah, no, so... This is the end of the, sh- the episode to this episode. I'm really thankful that we finally got together to do this. Yeah. Um, Ruthie, if anyone wants to reach out to you on social media, I will put it in the description, but what's one simple way for them to reach out to you? 
Uh, easiest way is Twitter. So it's at Ren Ruth. Um, and uh, think Kylo Ren and then Ruthie, like an name with an I and an E. And you'll get me there. <laughs> and it, uh, it's my news for everything. What I'm doing on Twitch, what I'm doing in content creation, and projects to come. So that's where I am most of the time. Cool. Josh, what about you? Uh, Twitter, I am Wick the Scout. You changed your name again? Yeah, I changed Again? Dude, you changed your name like three times. Try to keep it fresh. Try to keep it fresh. No one can ever find you on Twitter. Try to stay on the lip. No, people find me if they listen to the podcast. That's true. So, uh, I gotta go change the descriptions of the old ones now that we did together. Damn it. Um, uh, that's really the only thing I have. I don't have, I don't really do Instagram or anything like that. Facebook is just basic name. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, you can find. I don't think I've added Ruthie and, and Josh yet to the website, but they will be on the website. But if you want to follow the show or me, you can find it at the website of nerdsdulting.com. So that is it for today. Thank you guys so much again, and I can't wait till we can get together again and do another show. All right. Yeah. See you well, later, nerds. See ya. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to Nerds Adulting, a podcast where grown-up nerds discuss being an adult and how nerd culture influenced us and still is. On this podcast, I invite special guests to discuss certain topics that include parenting, violent video games, television, movies, streamers, game developing, and anything else considered part of nerd culture. I've been a nerd my entire life, and even as an adult, I'm still vested in nerd culture, whether it be TV, movies, video games, or technology. I'm also a parent who unsurprisingly rubbed off on my children who are now developing their own nerdy interests as well. I love the aspects of nerd culture and how it intertwines with us now as adults. How do we juggle our hobbies along with being a husband or wife, our jobs, being a parent? This is what this podcast is about, how we still are nerds even as adults. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist.